gang? So, welcome to another exciting, awesome, fantastic, splendid. Can we, we have a splendid episode? Yeah, Splenda. Sponsored by Splenda. Sponsored by Splenda. Fake sugar episode. Splendid episode of Inside the Coach's Brain podcast. This week, our week or day or whatever, you know, whatever kind of title in these things. Uh, got Kent. Hey, hey, Kent. Hello, Kent. Hello, Kent. So, back just the two of us. No, uh, no trifecta this this time around. No, no special guests. Sorry, no guys. special guests. Us. Uh, if you know any special guests you'd like us to uh, interview, uh, send them our way. Shoot us a shoot us a text, an email. Send Ideally, them. someone realistic that we can like actually have. Oh, you guys can't get Joe Rogan on. No, we'll talk to our, we'll talk to our producer. He would just dominate the podcast anyway. He wouldn't let anybody else speak. So probably we don't. Not. We don't really want him. <laughs> we don't want that guy. We're t- <laughs> nah, I don't. We don't want that. No. So. You know, we got a couple of interesting things we want to talk about today. Kind of hitting some, hitting some high notes and uh, around the world and in the gym and different things along those lines. Sound reasonable? Totally. Anything uh, before we get rolling? Anything new in your life? I think you had a uh, just had a one year old birthday party. That was, uh, you know, quite the blowout. What does a one year old birthday parties look like? Party, party, parties. It's it's definitely for the parents. Okay. You know, more so for the parents, and then I don't know how other. People have done this with their kid, but I guess it was like our child's first exposure to like cake. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think she didn't know what it was at first, but then she started kind of like tasting the icing and- Is this sugar? I love this. Figuring out what it was. And then she started grabbing huge handfuls and just stuffing them in her face. And okay, that was pretty interesting. So you guys are kind of on the same, same wavelength we are where it's, you know, the kid basically had zero sugar until they turned one years old. Yeah, it was all just, you know, yeah. whole fruits or blended fruits and veggies or stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that cake, you know, byproduct sugar, not like actual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Baked good sugar. Right, sugar, it was all know. just whole foods that yeah. she's had. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, she really liked it. And then <laughs> then um, on Monday, we had our niece's seventh year birthday party, and there was more cake. She got some more. She was literally trying to grab, like, other people's cake <laughs> off their plates. <laughs> like, awesome. she was going ham. Yeah, that's awesome. So our little ones, little our littlest one hasn't. I don't think is, unless somebody else has given it to her, hadn't really gone down the sugar rabbit hole yet. The the older one now is, you know, if there's a donut around, she's gonna she's yeah. gonna sniff that. She knows what it is. Yeah, yeah. She that that box from mini bar, like the little donut box. She she knows what that is. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's sitting kind of on the counter, like, oh, We're super aware now. <laughs> yeah, it's like ah oh, crap. Yeah, how, how do we screw that up? Game over at that point. Game over. So I, you know. We got a, we have another one year old party coming up as well. What what was your theme for? Do you have a theme? Not really. I mean, we just had balloons everywhere. I guess like just pink and gold. Okay, and is that it, was and that was more so. That's just what uh, my sister in law had at her house. <laughs> so that's what we used. Um, to be honest, she did most of the decorating. Okay. Um, so props to her for driving all over our neighborhood, acquiring things for the birthday party. Um, had a big one like a cardboard cutout one with balloons in it okay. um, that she got from some other lady who had just had a birthday party and she just like uh taped balloons to the inside of it so so the theme was hand-me-down yeah in a sense yep okay just threw it together you know curb alert pick it up <laughs> craigslist curb alert and then one-year-old birthday party and then we put it back on the curb and someone else came and picked it up yeah should have given me a call. I could have grabbed yeah, that. I got the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> so we're, we were talking about that the other day. It's like, oh, we need a theme for this birthday party. And it's like, is turning one not theme enough? Uh, that's a pretty good theme. Yeah. My, you know, my oldest kid, she gets lucky because she has 
it's a Fourth of July weekend. You know, she was born on the second of July, so it's basically oh, America yeah. is the theme forever. For sure, that's easy. Yeah, it's like that works out. We don't have to get like, well. We don't have to get special cakes made. That's a good you, theme. You roll into Publix and everything's all, there. Everything's yeah. already there. It's yeah. already red, white, and blue cookies, cupcakes, cakes, decorations. It's all there. Yeah, don't have to think about it. Perfect. It's like, do we need to go get this ordered? Nope. Look at that. It's already ready. Is that and uh, when was Clark's birthday? Uh the tenth. Okay, December. So she's a December baby. She's a Christmas baby. Yeah. So we'll, uh, you know, a Christmas theme, a little holiday theme, maybe fall, yeah. fall theme, fall, yeah, football theme, football theme. No, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah. Uh, we probably have some red, white, and blue decorations to pull can't those. Can't do pool. a can't do a pool party for her like you pull did for uh, for Jack. We can. It just might be a little chilly. Yeah. Keep your pull up. Of course, it's Florida, so who knows? It could be. That's true. Yeah. Be Ninety-five degrees out. All right. Cool. So. I know you guys are just listening to loving, listen to us ramble on here, but, uh, so getting into, there was some interesting news in the world of CrossFit, um, CrossFit sport, I guess, if you will, CrossFit games, CrossFit competition, CrossFit competitions and burpee in, in, in the burpee races, the world professional burpee races world. Yes. Uh, there was some, some headline news this week, last week. Um, so in 2000 and what is it? We're in 21 now, 22, call it 2018 Four years ago, 2017, 2018. I think it was 2018. It would have been four years ago. Yeah, we're going into the 2022 season, so four years, so 2017 yeah. or 2018. 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, he's missed four years. Irrelevant, really. But um, at the CrossFit Games, there was an athlete who finished third. Second. Finished second in his rookie year. His name was behind Matt Frazier. Was, was it second? He was your second or third. Well, it's irrelevant, really. His name was Ricky True. Ricky Gerard. Gerard or Gerard? Uh, I think Gerard. He's Australian. Gerard. Ricky Gerard. That was a terrible Australian accent. Something like Gerard Butler. We just lost six of our 10 listeners there. That's, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We're back down to five. Yeah. I don't know. Look, look it up his Instagram. Yeah, Maybe so, he'll, he'll say how to pronounce it. So Ricky Gerard, and he's actually a younger brother of a guy who had been at the CrossFit Games a couple years prior. Um, Did he make it to the actual games or was he just a yeah, regionals yeah, he, competitor? I, I believe he made it through uh, regionals. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, Something Butler? No, it was Gerard. Oh, that's it. That's right. Yeah. Gerard, that's the 300 I'm thinking guy. about Gerard Butler again. Yeah, that's the 300 guy. Okay, that's um, right. So, anyway, he finishes second or third at the 2017-2018. God, this, we, have no, we have no fact-checking. Many years ago. <laughs> Many years ago, this guy, whose name we can't pronounce, finished some position in the CrossFit Games. Uh, anyway, so a week, was it a week after the Games, maybe? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty, it was pretty, pretty quick. quick after, so, yeah. so after you finish the CrossFit Games, surprise, surprise, they give you a drug test. Um, to make sure you're not cheating. 2017. 2017. Third place. Thanks, Blake. Google. Thanks, there we go. Google. So 2017, he finished third place. A week later, he gets a drug test. Res- or, you know, they do, they, they do a P test. Kind of, I think they do it literally. They finish the last event. They announce it before they actually put them on the podium um, and give them the trophies. They go give them a drug test. And then obviously it takes a minute for the results to come back. Right. So it's, you know, it's a week later, the results come back. And lo and behold, he was on some sort of performance enhancing drugs. I forget exactly what. Testalone and Endurable. Testalone and Endurable. And at the time, I believe Mr. Gerard said, I've never knowingly taken anything. It must have been a tainted supplement. I'm Correct. going to appeal. This is this yes. is bad. It's, which is, I don't know if you've ever listened to the majority of people when they talk about get caught doing PEDs. What's the standard reply? Uh, I don't, I didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they denied. I never did not, it, they, ingested they, any anabolic steroids or yeah. blood doping or deny 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 yeah. 
And which is interesting because the reality is these drugs, these guys are taking that they get popped for the most of the time. These, it's not like a oral steroid, right? They're literally got a needle and they're putting in their butt. Yeah. Or leg. It wasn't mixed in with your whey protein, buddy. Yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't a tainted box of something you got from GNC. Yeah, or okay. or a beef or a pork burrito. Yeah, I had, I had a bad <laughs> the burrito. Pork, the pork burrito. Um, I like. I enjoyed one that was once upon a time was. Well, my boyfriend takes this stuff, and we live in the same house, so he probably just. I probably just got it by sleeping next to him. Oh, the one no, the one athlete. She said she got it from kissing, kissing her, her boyfriend, kissing her boyfriend. He was using an oral like a topic uh, yeah. steroid or something. Yeah. And she absorbed it. <laughs> yeah, she absorbed it through kissing. You're like, uh, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Science doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, so there's always funny stories about how that is, but n- I would say 99% of the time they did it knowingly and it is what it is. So mm-hmm. CrossFit short story, long story short, gives a four year suspension, right? Same as yeah, like same as Olympics, same as the Olympics. They run off the same, like, Olympic standards and stuff, these different things. So four-year suspension, and which is coming up this year. So I guess going into the 2022 CrossFit season, mm-hmm. Ricky is allowed to compete again. And he is, from what I gather, planning on it. Yeah, he was the first person to accept, what is it, coming up, uh, Wadapalooza Wadapalooza or, or something rogue, rogue affiliate. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And he's, so he's planning on competing. Because normally in CrossFit, the window for elite elite athletes to compete is pretty small. So a four-year ban can essentially be a, you're done. Right. Especially if you're in like mid to late twenties. Yeah. Your career's over. Like it's, you go do something else. Um, but this is the first time it happened to a podium finisher and he was relatively young. I think it was his his rookie year at the game. So he was, he was young. He was probably, he probably 22, 23 years, 23, 23. So at at the time, so he's, you know, in theory coming off four years and back in his prime and got on a podcast not very dissimilar to this one, although it probably has significantly more listeners. Eh, a couple um, more. We're, yeah. t- we're talking about it, so they're not. I don't. I don't think they talked about ours on that one, did they? Uh, you know, it's Chase Ingram. <laughs> not a big fan. Sorry, dude. Um, but probably not. Probably not. So, and he gets on the podcast, and you know, Chase straight up asked him. He's like, "Hey, man, did you did you know you were taking PEDs when you got busted?" He's like. You know, and he's denied, 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 denied. And of course, he gets on the podcast. He gets it straight up to ask the question four years later. What does he say? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, I did. Hell yeah, I knew I was taking it. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, Jesus. Yep. So, so he flat out admitted it. And, you know, I guess you did the, did the time. Might as well admit to doing the crime. Right. I mean, obviously. Um, didn't change anything. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. So at this point, what does it matter? Right. So I guess like from my standpoint, my perspective here, I guess the question that should be asked is not whether he did what he did. It's, you know, now that we know he did it and it's this, that, and the other. For me, the question is CrossFit being a strength-based sport, right? Where you are being stronger helps. Yes. Being able to recover faster helps. Yes. Helps you get, you know, adapt to the load and the intensity better. At what point do we stop saying, hey, you can come back after four years when you clearly did something to help your performance Right. That's not going to necessarily, you're not going to lose all that if you stop. Well, right. So not if you stop taking, you know, the PEDs, you're not going to lose all that. So then is it fair to come back after four years or should you be gone forever? I mean, I feel like it's like, it's so much gray area there because, and who knows, I could be completely wrong about this, but I just feel like a lot of the people that are in like the elite level of CrossFit athletes, maybe at some point, and maybe even before they got into CrossFit, 
maybe they did a few cycles of steroids. Like, who knows? And whatever gains they received, like you said, from those steroids, like, they still have today. You know, maybe, hey, I'm clean now, and I'm clean testing for regionals, and I'm clean testing for the games, but maybe you did enough back then to give you the boost to get you to that point where you needed to be, and it's not like those gains are necessarily all going away. I mean, yeah, you're not going to be at the level you were, but, you know, it gave you a good head start, gave you a good bump. Yeah, I mean, just like basic math, right? And like, say you got your, while you were going through a couple cycles of whatever you were going through, you know, PD wise, you had a back squat that went from 200 pounds to 500 pounds, right? You know, and what would take normal people a lifetime to do, you managed to do that in 18 months. Yeah. And you come off the whatever you were on and now you're clean and going forward, you not might not have the 500 anymore, but you might drop down to 450. Right. You still have, you know, an elite level of strength that's going to be very beneficial to yeah, the CrossFit because, world. Because of something you built early, right? And then, it, yeah. you know, I guess the, you know, going that argument saying, I guess, you know, sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a tough argument saying, well, everybody's doing it at some point and then they get there and then they're all competing against each other and you're like, okay, that is. But that's saying, that's throwing a big blanket over everybody saying they didn't get there correctly. No doubt. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's saying they're all cheating. So it's okay. I cheated. Well, yeah. even though they didn't get caught cheating, but it's, I'm the, I, since I'm the one that got caught, it's okay. Right. Is it? And I mean, that's the, the gray area. It's like, you're looking at it like it's a tainted sport. Kind of like what, you know, most people look at weightlifting because weightlifting is just rife with, you know, steroid abuse and cover ups right. and all this. And, yeah, it becomes, can you beat this drug test? Not, you know, yeah. that's part of your training is how well do you cycle on and off to, you know, time it to beat the test. Exactly. And it's like, it's pretty easy apparently to beat a drug test. Right. You know, I mean, you're supposed to know like what stairways to take, what has like certain life cycles in your bloodstream or whatever that you're off of it by the time that you're going to be tested. And although CrossFit says they test these guys like year round and stuff like that, but... Yeah. You know, Just maybe the, the, a couple the, years ago I was doing it, and yeah. And what reality? What's the budget to test? Exactly. How many people you're on? Okay, so Ricky gets a four year ban. During that four year ban, how often is he getting tested? Exactly. Is he doing it? During that four years, you know, is at, he just staying on it? You know, it, for, does it not behoove him to just say, "Hey, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm out." Pulls his name out of the testing protocol. I'm no longer in the sport. Right. And I'm going to go do whatever I want for two and a half years. Yeah. And keep cranking, and knowing knowing that I have this four year training period mm-hmm. okay i can keep cranking for two and a half years oh yeah you know you're out i'm gonna get back in and i, I know that at that point i've cycled off of everything and right. I'm, oh come test me whenever i'm cool so i wonder because i remember um i think matt fraser was talking to one of his podcasts that if you were crossfit games level athlete like you've been there that you have to keep your name in the system and they have to know where you are at all times. And if like you're traveling or whatever, you have to notify them and that keeps you in the pool. Cause he right. even said when he announced his retirement, he kept himself in the pool. Right. So he's still in the system and still able to be drug tested. Right. In case he wants to, Hey, next year I'm coming back guys. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm not really retired. So yeah. I'm assuming that Gerard was, even though he's banned still in the system, maybe, but how often are you drug testing? Yeah. For a company in California, how often, you know, going through everything CrossFit's been going through in the last four years. Right. As a Some, company, how often are they testing a guy in Australia? Exactly. Yeah. Just people are going to fall through the cracks. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, he's the probably the prime example of somebody who needs to continue to be tested. Right. But like, how often is that actually happening? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even I think Matt Fraser had mentioned, um, again, I think same podcast, because they were talking about Ricky 
how he was, I think it was like the year before maybe, or maybe some regional event that he remembers seeing Ricky and like endurance wise, capacity wise, guy was a really good athlete, but he was getting mowed down by like the max lifts, the three rep or the singles or whatever they were doing. And then I think maybe it was into regionals. He saw this guy as like, where'd this come from? Yeah. Like this is a big jump. Yeah. Like this guy's doing something. You know, it just was too big of a jump in too short of a time to be, right. you know, natural. Yeah. Which, you know, do what you want, right? But when you're competing, and it's supposed to be an even playing field when you're competing against people and there are rules against, you know, that sort of thing, then it becomes cheating. Well, yeah, of you course. Know? So it's the same in, you know, every other sport has rules against doping, right? PDs. They have these rules in there and it's like, you can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same in CrossFit. You know, if you're doing a burpee, your chest has to hit the ground when you hit the the bottom and you got to come up out of that burpee, right? It's the same thing. It's a rule. It's written. That's yeah. how it's supposed the to standard, be done. Movement it's a, standards. It's a standard. You know, it's you know, a standard on competition standards. PEDs. If you're not doing that, in theory, you're cheating. Right. You know, there's the repercussions for one are a little more than the other in theory, but yeah. And even in CrossFit, I mean, you can't, it can't be even like a doctor's prescription for like TRT. Right. Like they don't, that's not a, yeah. A, you know, they don't bypass that. Yeah, and they shouldn't. If you're at that point, and that's the doctor says you need that, you know, CrossFit's probably not the sport for you. Right. You know, you're you're not going to be an elite level competitor with that. It just is what it is. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's life. But you know, it does. I do. I do think it makes it interesting going into the 2022 season. Kind of see how he does. Where I mean, what happens when this dude lands on the podium again? Well, you, I think you're going to have half of the CrossFit community to like kind of welcome him back. Like, okay, you did your time. You know let him compete, let him do his thing. And then you have the other half that like you said, like you should be gone. Like you should not be allowed to compete. Like you're, you know, you're tainted. You have this like black eye on you forever. Like yeah. it's never going away. You always have this stigma that you cheated and you lied about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, and I think a lot of people maybe like that aspect that he's kind of like the bad guy and like, yeah, they kind of like having a villain. Yeah. They'll set him up as a villain and they'll, you know, this, that, and the other, but it's, you know, but it's a, it's real questions. It's like, okay. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, me personally, like, I'm I'm fine with it, whatever. Like, I'm sure there are other people that have done it that have not been caught or have done it previously that maybe are clean now, but whatever. Um, as long as it's not, like, rampant, like, you know, the cycling, the, the juiced years of, like, baseball when it was just kind of rampant and it was, yeah. like, see, everyone was aware of it. You see, in baseball, I guess I didn't have as big of an issue with it, with the guys, you know, taking it because it was the guys hitting were taking it and the guys throwing were taking it. Right. So I got a guy taking PDs, it's pitching the ball to a guy that's taking PDs, it's hitting the ball. I'm like, well, even playing field. Yeah. I mean, you're playing 162 games a season. I mean, you're probably taking it just to not fall apart at that point. Yeah. Um, Keep your life together. And it's like, if we were to pick a sport where steroids would be like the most beneficial, it's like, obviously CrossFit. Yeah. It's like, who has the most to gain? I mean, literally every aspect of CrossFit. Yeah. And and the reality is, once they put a monetary prize... That's going to get bigger. That's going to get bigger, and it's a monetary yeah. prize for winning. They're, the incentive to win is high. Yeah. Right? So he lost 76000 That's it. <laughs> for third place. So. Which I think this year, was it not the biggest prize? Yeah, because I think the biggest first purse? place is about three hundred k. Okay. You know, and then that doesn't go into, hey, what they're able to then land in you know, personal deals and sponsorships and stuff like that. Right? That's right. For, the, for most of these guys, that's going to be where the actual, they can make a career out of it. Most of them aren't making, you know, third place is only yeah. paying 70 grand. Okay. What are you doing next year for a job? But I would say even that's like, I mean, how many CrossFit athletes are like 
super well known and getting huge sponsorships. Not many. You know, it's very little. Yeah. I would say it's less than 20. Yeah. You know, both sides, male and female. Right. Combined. Right. Yeah. It gets, it gets, it's a small pool. It gets small fast. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still a, it's a fairly new sport, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. And it's a very small sport. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Right. And I, you know, not knowing the numbers on like sponsorship deals that these guys actually are inking, I think it'd be curious because, you know, you take a guy like Rich Froning who signs a deal with Reebok and it seems, or Matt Frazier with Nike, it seems like, hey, you know, okay, it's CrossFit. We pay this guy next to nothing to go rep Nike shoes for Matt Frazier. But the reality is every time Matt debuts a new shoe, the CrossFit community is so tight and so like niched out that that sells those shoes. Yeah. Those shoes literally start selling and they're sold out. Right. Like instantly. And it's like, okay, well that's to Nike. That's valuable. Yeah. You know, and Hey, instead of, I have to pay LeBron James, you know, $50 million a year to do this. I can pay Matt Frazier a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I'm, you know, I'm not moving on the level LeBron is, but he's moving at a pretty good clip. Yeah. That ain't I would, bad. I would be very interested in how much Nike is actually paying. Yeah. Uh, Frazier. I'd be interested in, you know, like the big companies would have the numbers on this, but I'd be interested to see like that the percentage based off what they pay him for what, you know, what that turns around into look like in sales yeah. and how they track that, you know, it's like, Hey, by signing LeBron, the 50 million we pay him, that comes back 20% to us. Yeah. You know, a hundred thousand we pay Matt Frazier comes back to, you know, 40%. Right. Right. That yeah. return on investment is huge yeah. for him. Like there's a ceiling there obviously with Matt and there's probably zero ceiling with LeBron. Yeah. Right. He can just keep yeah. chunking it, whatever. So, I don't know. I think it'd be CrossFit's always been very tight-lipped with the athletes. Have been very tight-lipped with kind of what those deals look like. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a guy, there's a guy or a couple of guys that are like agents, I guess you will, for a couple of these athletes. And every now and then they get on a podcast and they kind of tease that they're going to talk about, it and they never get asked like any sort of direct questions. Right. Nothing specific. Yeah. And you're no like, well, we're working this deal, and maybe this will happen. And you're like, good. Why did I listen to this? This right. is terrible. But I mean, I think if those numbers did come out, and let's say like Nike pays Matt like two hundred fifty grand or five hundred thousand a year to yeah. be a sponsor, and then as someone who may be a regional or like a low level CrossFit athlete, like man, damn, I need to get my numbers up. Let yeah. me do a few cycles or whatever I need to do to get on that podium to get that sponsorship. I mean, I can I mean, t- that, that you know start driving that as I mean, well. I can tell you who's probably making the most money is CrossFit athletes. It's the girls. It's your oh, yeah. Katrin Davis daughter. Yeah, it's Sarah. your Camille. Your Sarah. It's your these girls that also have two million Instagram yeah. followers. Yeah, social but social media, the sponsorships. Yeah, and their social media profiles are insane over the guys. Yeah. And that's where they're making their money. Whether they win or lose, they still have well, two million followers. Well, yeah. I mean Sarah they're didn't relevant. even compete and she yeah. came out with a clothing line. Yeah. Just you know? you know, they're crushing it. They figure out a way to capitalize on that in the best way possible. Yeah. And I mean good for them. Yeah, they should. You know? Absolutely. Like, it's by all means it's phenomenal. I think it's great because you know, and, I, and to go down that avenue with it, I guess monetarily it allows them to make a career off of what they're doing. You know how the, the data set's very young, right? It's only been around for you know at that level only six seven years. Yeah, really, especially with Instagram is relatively new and these things are relatively new. So it's seeing like how does that you know in their prime. So say you take a catcher and Sarah, whoever in their prime now, Tia. What do they look like in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? You know, is 20 in 20 years from now, is Tia Toomey sitting at a bank, you know, writing mortgage loans? 
Right. Well, I think that's a good thing that kind of Matt's done is he's, you know, he started his supplement company and he started his training programs. Like he's using his name yeah. to like build all these other platforms to make him money. So he's still yeah. kind of staying relevant yeah. in the CrossFit world. Yeah. So, so I think they, they need to do something along those lines and like Sarah with her clothing line. I think that's a good step for her yeah. moving forward. It's, it's interesting to see how they're starting to diversify it a little bit because early on it was always you, what you always saw was like, Hey, I won the CrossFit games or I'm a decent CrossFit athlete. I'm gonna go open a gym mm-hmm, and they right. go open a gym and then they realize, wait a minute, I can't, it's hard to do both. Yeah. It's hard to run and actually run a gym and compete. I got to kind of pick one or the other. Most of them pick compete and then the gym kind of goes to. You know, goes right. to crap. And I think Kalipa kind of went the other way. Yeah, like, guy like Jason Kalipa went the other way. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm going to double down on my business. And he's done really well with it. Yeah. It's crazy. You have like Rich who opened a gym. and But Rich has also opened a gym and now it's transformed into a lot of different things. Right. Like he's got his... This is like a training meal people on, go train at. Yeah, it's... The gym's insane. Uh, but he's got like an online training program that a lot of people follow. He has like seminar weekends where you just literally this is the i think it's the greatest thing ever is they charge people to come work out with rich oh really yeah it's a weekend thing and they've done it like 30 times i want to say it's like 1200 bucks 1500 bucks for the weekend and it's literally the name of it is called train with rich and rich just shows up at his gym on a friday saturday maybe a sunday and they friday night they have a workout and they talk a little bit and group of 20 people 30 people jam on something they got dinner catered in saturday they work out like two times at the gym. Sunday, they maybe do like a farewell and a breakfast. Get out of there. They and make that money, man. Literally, all Rich did was just keep working out like he was working right. out anyway. Didn't alter his schedule one bit. No, didn't didn't change anything. Yeah. So good, it's like for him. Yeah. And he's been doing that for a couple of years now. I just remember when that first game, I was like, train with we even came with a great name. Just like, yeah, work out with me. Pay me to do it. Cool. Is it his home gym or is it the, no, the it's Mayhem a, it's gym? It's a mayhem. Okay. Yeah. So you got Rich who has Mayhem, cross it Mayhem in Cookville, which mm-hmm. is like this 40,000 square foot. It looks like they put a gym inside of like a uh, Walmart. Yeah. Like the place is huge. Like an Amazon distribution center. The place is huge, right? And then you go in there and it's like, they have class going on. There's a class going on. I've, we took a class when we were there, and or two, two of them actually. But it almost seems like the class is like literally the last thing they care about. Okay. Like, hey, you're in this little corner over here of the class. Cool. The rest of the gym's doing whatever the hell they want. Okay. And it also seems like they really don't care what's going on in the gym, period. So you could just kind of come in and just basically hang out like all day. All day. And no one would come up and like, hey, what are you doing? I don't think anybody would. Nobody bothered me. Yeah. Was, I, There's just so many people in and out. There's, you know, there that many people. Like the reality is, but at the same time, I mean, he's got their media company mm-hmm. that I know he's got four or five people like full time. Okay. Like all they do is produce content and media for him. Um, and they're doing that, you know, on, so that's his YouTube, his Instagram, his whatever different handles and channels and everything they got that are all probably at this point have a couple hundred thousand viewers and this, right. that, and the other. So they're all generating revenue. Every time they put a video out, that's making them money. He's got a coffee shop sitting right in the front of that. Yeah, That's he, in-house, right? In, in the ha- building. In-house. Plus they send it out and do coffee subscriptions. He's got his online programming that, you know, mayhem athlete that people are just, you know, at. 20 bucks a month. He's probably got a thousand, 2000 people. Right. That Jeez, are, I would say more than that. They, oh, probably way more than that. Yeah. They're paying for that. And it's probably cost more than that too. And you know, so that's, that's full scale, right? So that, that can go whether I wrote a pro, whether I write this program and two people use it or, you know, 6 million use it. Right. Doesn't cost me any more necessarily. Exactly. Right. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's no brainer. Then you have, what else he's got going on? He's got the, he's got the, the farm. He's doing the bison now. He's got the farm, Froning farms. Yeah which is, I guess he's growing 
grass-fed beef. I, he's I got bison. Yeah, bison. Yeah, he's yeah. got bison. Whatever he's got going on there. So he's shipping out meat. Yeah. He's got, what else is going on there? You know, they do seminars. They do his train with Rich. And it's like, good God, man. So, so, like, see, so like actual working out in the gym, they probably sell more retail out of yeah. that store. Oh, the retail space they had was about half the size of our gym. Didn't they do a sanctioned event? Um, it was a couple, couple years ago. Competition, probably, yeah. I don't even know if they do it there. And I think, like, he had programmed it. Yeah, so he probably gets paid to do programming for different competitions. Right. And, you know, and he's he's a marketable person, so he's getting paid to show up places. He's getting, yeah. he doesn't need it, probably doesn't need any of that cash, you know, based off what, you know, his sponsors are paying him. Yeah, for sure. So it's just keeping everything else going. Yeah. It's 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 quite impressive, really. If you like, because I remember we were there, just kind of sitting back, looking, and kind of thinking about like how it was going. I was like, all right, so you got this massive gym, and doesn't really seem to. Yeah, cool. It's, you don't need the membership to keep it afloat. No, there's membership is like irrelevant, and yeah. you're in this tiny town of nothing, Tennessee. <laughs> it's true. Like he's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's out way outside of Nashville. Yeah, in Cookville, Tennessee. So if you're in the area, drop in, get a workout in. Which I'm sure it's probably a little overhead, so it's good. Bring Kent back a shirt. Yeah, large, large oh, sure. guys. Um, yeah, I you know we had a couple of things we were going to talk about, but I think we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so we got a, basically just a little, a uh, little bit of update CrossFit, talk a little PDs, a little bit of little Peds, sponsorship stuff, some and some heads, some other stuff in there. Went too bad. No. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget, as always, like, comment, subscribe, smash that uh, subscribe button, and you'll get a podcast earlier than everyone else. Apparently, if I if I upload it a day before I actually publish it to everybody, you'll you'll get it. You'll be on the yeah. first first to know. It'd be interesting what other people think about uh, Ricky Garrard competing. Do they are they okay with it? Is it, they think you should be banned for life? Yeah, I you know I tend to fall in the banned for what? life okay, category. That's, that's where you're at. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's kind of where I'm at because I think you know once you have those gains and and you know whether everybody else does or not, that's I think yeah. that's irrelevant. It's like well they cheated so I can cheat. You know, that's, right. it's not really. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm okay with it. I don't love the idea of it, but it is. It's their rules, and until they change those, it's like he did his time. Yeah. So, so. it's kind of like being an Alabama fan. You know, when you're like, hey, yeah. you know, I know we're cheating to get all our players. So, hey, listen. So, but we haven't got caught, so it's not really a problem. Went through the 90s, early 2000s. I went through some really lean years, some bad <laughs> years, you know, losing to Louisiana Monroe and God knows who else. So just let me enjoy the Nick Saban years. I mean, because look, I think they need to come to an end. Look, it's going to come crashing down. It's going to reality at some point, but right now it's already starting to happen to Clemson. I'm just, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. All right. So just give me that. Just give me the fall. The fall is going to be hard. It's going to be extremely hard. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be, it'll be a hard fall going from 12 wins a year to eight. Yeah. But I've been there, you know, I've been there. So it's been too long, but it has been an extremely long time. 2008. You need to go back. It's a very long time. You've, you've been there winning that many since I haven't been. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hurtful. Is this, is this, you know, an embarrassment of riches? Yeah. All right. So, guys, if you will, I know nobody's listening at this point. That's okay. But That's if fine. you're still if you're still listening and I didn't say anything about it yet, make sure to get on there, however you're listening, get on probably the Instagram post or the Facebook post and comment and tell us what you think about Ricky. Should he be should he be in? Should he be out? Um, do you have any deep seated thoughts about it? Does it keep you up at night? Are you having trouble sleeping because of it? Do you, you know, is it the story you want to tell your kids one day that this guy cheated and now he's at, now he's at the top of the podium? Maybe that's, maybe that's how life should be. The tainted winner of CrossFit. Tainted winner. All right. Um, and I guess we'll leave you with that. Yep. Awesome. Good in. Next time, guys.
See ya.